Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Floyd. And thank you for listening. One Nation Sports. Yo, what's good? This is Wale, and this is One Nation Radio. Yeah, you know. Okay. What's in my pocket, Big face Welcome to One Nation Radio. What's going on, James? Not much, man. Um, keep holding it in. That's all. Gotta hold it in. Rolling it in. James pulling double duty right now. He's got uh, the football podcast after this. So we're going to go ahead and knock out this uh, Night of Champions preview. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh... I am Seth Rollins. You are Seth Rollins. Yes. Yes, I am Tough Rollins. You know, you got two two in one night, you know. Yeah. Or Daniel Bryan or whoever else you want to use. Yeah. Bret Hart. It's just unfair what they used to do to Daniel Bryan. Yeah, just carry the whole show. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay, for those that don't know, I don't know if you hear in the background smacking or whatever. Rich is getting, is getting down on some pizza while recording his podcast. Yep. So, 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 it, so I apologize for, for, for making it sound so good, you know. But um, we have eight matches on the card, or seven matches on the card. There's a pre-show match with Neville and the Lucha Dragons and Stardust and Ascension, but we don't care about that. No. Um, what we're going to start with is uh, Seth Rollins versus Sting for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Um. So, we had Sting wrestle for the first time on Monday Night Raw. James, what did you think of that? I thought it was cool. Um, obviously, you know when you see Sting in the wrestling first match, you're like, "Yay!" And then you find out, "Oh, it's just the big show." You're kind of like, "Yeah." But well, we saw this shit in '96. Literally, but, I just wrote in the column about it, like '96, like literally 1996. Yeah, but, but you um, know. It is what it is. I mean, I'm glad to see him. It was a, it was a cool little fun one minute, one two minute match or whatever. And then they, you know, the real objective was to have a tag match because you know got to have John Cena in the main event. Yeah. Um, who pulled double duty um, on Monday? Uh, but I, I, I thought it was fun. I mean, it was really hot for um, Sting's hot tag, and people went crazy when um, he he laid down his. Uh, his Scorpion Death drop, Scorpion Death lock. So, um, it was, I mean, obviously, you know, with, with those four involved, you didn't think it was going to be some technical masterpiece, but, I mean, it, it got the crowd hot. Out, match was fun. That is the objective. Get the crowd yeah. hot. Um, they, uh, with the whole Sting thing, uh, I had, like, a... I, I like many others. When I saw the, him fighting the Big Show, I was like, "Man, why, 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 like, why?" But then I kind of thought to myself, "It was like, do you really want to give like some new guy the rub like that? Like, I don't know. Like, I guess they feel like they just can't match him with like new people anymore. It's like why Brock Lesnar's fighting Big Show. Like, you don't want to like kill anybody else on your roster when you don't really need to, but." I don't know. I, I would give them that excuse if they showed um, like better care for their own people. Like they wouldn't have to pull a tag team uh, from ten years ago because they have no other hot tag team to fight the new day. Well, I mean, I don't know. It was fine for what the match was. I mean, if you can get a match out of Big Show or Kane where the crowd doesn't revolt on it, I think you did a good job, personally. So. 
I thought they did a good job. I thought I actually enjoyed this this episode of Raw. I thought you know, I mean, outside of basically like the line uh, between Hill and Face, the whole entire show not existing for for most of it. <laughs> other no than bit. other than that, I mean, it was a really good show. Um, so Rollins versus uh, Sting. What are we expecting from this match? Like, um, Rollins is going to really have to have to prove it. Like, there's rumors that they're going to close the show with Cena versus Rollins. So, you, yeah. Um, what do you expect from this match? Um, it depends. Like, I okay. So, I think either way. Whether that match is in the main event, which it should be, or not, mm-hmm. um, that match is going to be, that's not going to be anything longer than 15 minutes. Like, it's going to be smoke and mirrors. It's going to be some type of um, distraction type of deal, whether Kane comes in or the authority interferes or Big Show or whoever else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an affair and smazzy match. Um, I, that doesn't necessarily mean that I think um, Seth Rollins is going to win, but it's, it's, um, I think they're. I think they're gonna actually try to entertain us. Mm-hmm. The finish might suck, but I think the, I think they'll try to entertain us. It is Night of Champions, so like, if you look at the last three years, and the main event or the title match, like, <clears throat> we got to be on alert on alert for fuckery. Um, they <laughs> the Daniel Bryan one is one that comes to mind. Oh yeah, yeah Seth Rollins last year. Yep. Um, the stupid, the stupid. Uh, what was it? Uh, was it a dusty finish? It was at a fast count. It was a fast count when Orton was knocked right. the hell out. Um, and then okay, what happened in uh, 2012 was the draw between Cena and Punk. Like you know that oh, was yeah. it was actually like a really great match. Like I don't think the uh, draw like took anything away from it, but it. Um, yeah. Ooh, my fault. Um. Yeah, you know me. I'm not a huge fan of. Oh yeah, we gonna have you know it's a pay per view, and then we're just gonna, you know, fuck you know, just do something foolish. I I'm not even a, I'm not really a fan of even try to build a pay per view match doing that. Like we'll get to it with the whole Divas thing, but <laughs> like you know, if you gonna if you gonna sell it, build it as something, or build it as something and drum up interest, mm-hmm. like you gotta have a payoff that's worth a damn. Like you can't be out here just selling those. And then, and then, as all, most of the time Being when that fortunate. happens, it's always some garbage down the line that be like, "Wow, you should have just did this and got it, got it done." Right. Um, predictions. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and say Rollins lose the title maybe via something with the authority. Um, Sting will get cashed in on, and Sheamus will be our WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with that because you can. Yeah, I, I think that'd probably be the best option because then you can, you can have Seb turn face and you know whatever else. There's more opportunities that way. Like if Sting just, I mean, if Seth Rollins just wins, it's like okay. So we gave him the we took the belt off of Cena. You know, like I couldn't imagine him winning winning both. I can imagine him winning one or the other or. Losing both, I really imagine losing both mm-hmm. is the most likely thing that's going to happen. I but think we'll um, the faster we get this Sheamus thing over, the better. Yeah, like because the longer we wait towards like TLC and Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, that could mean Sheamus could be 
somewhere big at WrestleMania, which yes. I don't, you know, like, I'm not down with that. Sheamus is very much like um, wisdom teeth. They need to be pulled now. <laughs> like, get it done. It's going to be painful. It's going to suck. But get it done now. It's going to leave you with a weak. It's going to leave you with a weakened appetite. Just get it done yeah. now, though. Yep. Um. Then the uh, next match, Rollins versus Cena. Um. Now, depending on where it goes on the card, you know, I can see whoever wins. If it main events, I, I feel like Cena wins back the title pretty handily. You know, um, you sent me that interesting thing about guys that beat Cena in one pay per view. Oh, about Cena always getting his win back. Somehow he yeah. always does. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as a John Cena supporter now, I, I kind of found that I was like, "Oh wow, maybe this is a uh, you know, this is this is telling evidence." Maybe you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand it because apparently, like they apparently like it messes up their IPO every time he loses a match or whatever, clean for some reason. <laughs> so he that loses. Sounds like, ridiculous. So, so like he loses like uh, what was that? Not a elimination champion. Who's the elimination champion to to Kevin Owens? And then they say, you know, like, oh my God, this let's uh, we're losing, you know, twenty five cents here and there every single share. So let's, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens and nah, I, bro, you you have to you have to get this winner some of the time. We got to build Cena back up. You got to keep him strong. You have to do this job, boy. Yeah, I mean, I, I would really like to know how, like. I know we complain a lot, and obviously, you know, we no. can't really compare errors. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I know that you can't really compare errors, eras, but uh, we, I'm I'm almost 100% sure that Cena has put people over clean way more often than Hogan ever did. Uh-huh. But because of the standards of us knowing, like, winning and losing for, for a hardcore fan, winning and losing isn't as, you know, Every single night isn't as uh, a big a deal, so I don't understand like why you know. Think about it like this: that, you know, this keeps happening to where he loses it. He loses the first match, and then like, oh yeah, it's a, it's, it's pretty much a gentleman sweep. The right. five game series, right? When Hogan won the title in nineteen eighty four for the Iron Sheik, uh, he didn't lose clean until he lost a belt to the Ultimate Warrior. Really? He was I'm, 84 to 90. Yes. All right. Think about it like this. When he lost the title in 88, yeah. uh, it was that two referees shit. Right? Yeah, have, Ain't the, no the clean pin. Yes, the Hebner twins. Uh-huh. Macho Man holds the belt from there. He beats Macho Man for the belt uh, at WrestleMania 5. Then drops the belt to Warrior. Um, he wins it back at 91, uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 7. He loses the title to The Undertaker with the Ric Flair bullshit, like with the chair. Um, he wins it back at Tuesday in Texas. They strip him of the belt. Like, they yeah. basically just say, just take the belt off him because yeah, whatever. Flair wins the Royal Rumble from there. Um, mm-hmm. And Hogan in WWE, and then he lost to Yokozuna. He did two clean jobs in nine years. So, I don't want to hear nothing about uh, about Cena. I mean, but the, I mean. And then in WCW, Goldberg, Luger. Like, uh, like he, he didn't even jog clean the thing. It was like a dusty finish. Yeah, it, it was. It was that the whole thing was fucked. Um, it was supposed to be. Wait, when he when he was Sting beat him at um, 
Not sold. Not okay. After Starcade, it was the sold out. Then it was what Super Brawl. I can't remember about that one for some reason. Super, I, I think Super there was Brawl interference, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Super Brawl ninety. I think there was interference, like both ways. Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, uh, okay. Do you have? I don't know. Really, it's just it's just a thing to think about. It's like, okay, I understand the times are different, so wins and losses don't matter as much as except for like the big moments because there's obviously way more moments now as opposed to when we wrestled. And it was literally, right. you had WrestleMania, you had SummerSlam, you had Royal Rumble, or, you know, you had, um, I'm blank, a Survivor Series. And mm-hmm. really, like, that, most of that stuff wasn't even until, like, the end of Hulkamania. Think like, SummerSlam was 88. The first SummerSlam was 88, right? Yeah. What was the first Survivor Series? 87. 87. And the first uh, Royal Rumble? 88. Yeah, so most of that stuff was, like, the, you know, Smack like in the middle of his reign, like he was four years strong, or he's out here just only had one gigantic moment of WrestleMania. Then you think about it, Macho Man, he never even really defended the belt. Like SummerSlam, he has a tag team match. Survivor Series, uh, Survivor Series match. He's in the '89 Royal Rumble. Right. The only time he's defended the belt is like on house shows, maybe Saturday Night's main event, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, what's your prediction for this match? I mean, we got kind of carried away talking about you know. Um, I have a winner, and his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's on the same the battle of John Cena, right? Yeah. I'll say I'm a, okay because I really think the most likely thing to happen is get they with both. the winning team, man. <laughs> I think the most likely thing is, uh, or things at least maybe it's the most likely thing or not, or maybe it's something I just want to see the most. I like to see Seth Rollins like lose both titles and then see what happens from there, mm-hmm. like in the same night. Like see if like the authority turns on him and say he's trash because he lost both his belts. Like you ain't got That'd no juice anymore. No like we use you up, you know. Like you're a run, like you are a running back and we ran into the ground. You're useless now. All right, he has a uh, he's he's a thirty year old running back. Yeah. Um. Then uh, we up next we have. Ryback versus Kevin Owens. I thought that the promo segment they did, uh-huh. aside from Ryback trying to sing whatever the fuck that was. You, I guess he was doing Elvis or something. You know the idea yeah, they were Elvis, in Memphis. Like, in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jerry Lawler should have came out there and power drive that man for that shit. But um, <laughs> uh, I like the... Uh, the whole angle they did. They made me want to watch that match just off that promo. Uh, Owens brings the secret book out there. Uh, basically starts running right back down. And Owens is so quick on his feet. Anytime Ryback throws like a little jab, Owens just answers like immediately. Um, I I would really like to see um, Owens come away with the title. Uh, Ryback hasn't done anything necessarily wrong. But... He ain't done necessarily anything right neither. Yeah. Like he, he like he's been cool. Like he he won the title the same night Kevin Owens debuted. If you think about it, these guys have been you know on a course to meet each other. But um, he he had a little injury. Yeah, it took a little bit of momentum. That doesn't this doesn't mean they can't trade the title back and forth. You know, have like a you know three match series. Um, I'll go ahead and take Owens on this one. What you think about this? Um, I don't know. Probably Owens because you can do more stuff with him. He seems like more. He seems like a uh, 
a more viable champion for feuds for the belt in the future. Whereas Ryback, like we always complain that he should have won the belt or he should have won the belt from CM Punk at that Hell in a Cell match, mm-hmm. but he's he's at a point where like, yeah, you throw him the belt for like for not for an extended period of time. You throw him the belt just to make sure he has title reigns. People don't like lose interest in him. Mm-hmm. But he's he like he's gonna be good regardless. I feel so. And I mean, not even necessarily like he has to be infused. Like you just have him come out there, feed me more, squash somebody, or fight somebody for ten minutes and go home. And he'll be fine regardless. And then you know, have him kind of like uh, in a reserve duty to where he's on like eight pay per views a year. Yeah. Like a lot of the guys are, especially yeah, he, Bray Wyatt. He could stand in like as a challenger, like for the world title if there's a heel. Yeah, at any time. Uh, and there I was like, oh my god, they let that. They let the vanilla gorilla go out there and you know <laughs> tussle with him. Um, any predictions for the match? Like, are are we gonna see Ryback take it to another level, being in our Owens? Um, sure. Why not? I th- like. I think Ryback's like done well as in the ring with, with Intercontinental Belt when he's had opportunity to actually do stuff like. He, when he was put in the ring with uh, for the pay per view, like they, they made it a five minute quick match, knowing that like that's that's you know that's the line before it that's becomes all diminishing returns after that. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, I personally would think that they could do something like along the lines of because Cesaro has nothing to do. Owens wins the title, Cesaro goes chasing after him, make it turn into a triple threat match or whatever. Yeah. Like, you can finally have Cesaro beat Kevin Owens on Raw, like, next week. Mm-hmm. And then you have a th- triple threat match. You have all, you have all three something to do. And looking at it, there's no Cesaro on this pay-per-view. Shit, there's barely Neville on the pay-per-view. No Sheamus on the pay-per-view. Yeah, okay, sure. Sure there isn't. Yeah. At the least, he's going to tease the cash-in. Randy Orton on the card right now, allegedly. Yeah. Yeah, no or neither. I forgot about that. Yeah, right. You know, damn what that man is going to be the third member. I'm not so sure. Bro, I, I, I bro. You know where I'm how, going with it. We, we, we're going to get there later. But think about, okay, fine. All right. This remind me, this be like, okay, just bring this back up. I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you, it's going to be him. Watch. Um. Then we got the tag team championship. Um, we got the New Day. Versus the Dudley Boys in a tag team match. Yeah. What else, what other kind of match would it be? Um, I think you have to keep the belts on the New Day. They're just like they're the greatest thing ever. Uh, I don't know if you've seen all these backstage interviews that they've been doing with like Eden, and then they've just been randomly hanging out with Team Bad and clowning like on Twitter. Yeah, I noticed that, bro. I'm, I'm concerned. If I if I was if I was Usos, I get my start rehabbing on the road. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they hang out a little too much with Team Bad right now. Yeah. Um, they uh, those guys are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, the, the Dudleys should be putting these guys over at this point. I mean, you could do the thing where the Dudleys win their tenth tag team championship and then drop it back tomorrow night. But the tag team belt like already doesn't have that prestige. If you're just passing it around, like you know, uh, I don't know, if you're just well, passing it around. It's just it just becomes weak. Well, I would say this. Um, it would be weird. If they just got the belts back for the second time and then gave them right to toss them right the next month right to um, the Dudley Boys, the Dudley Boys, because 
like, I don't know about you, but it seems to me like the Dudleys, because they're brand new and people remember them, and uh, the New Day are the only two tag teams that are seriously over. Like, the uh, the the players players are are kind of over. They're kind of over. Like, I listened to them on uh, Jericho's podcast. Great podcast. Who? Which one? Uh, Primetime players on Jericho's podcast. Great, okay. great podcast. Um, and I feel like it, it's time for those guys to either A, split up, or B, y'all just going to ride it out and, and just try to, you know, keep keep spreading millions of dollars everywhere. I remember, they did that already. Remember how that went? Yeah, but <clears throat> it's a different time now. Like, they got... I feel like you get like Titus O'Neil can be so much. Like, how old is he? He's thirty. He's like, thirty-eight. Well, he, played, he played Peyton Manning, so he's got to be at least thirty-seven. He's thirty-eight. Okay, yeah. So. Like you, you can't tell me he can't be like the fresh dress brother and like the authority, like just just being a henchman. Yeah, we 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 have a new henchman for you. Like, had that man like turn on Seth Rollins or something like, and fuck him out the belt. I don't know if you realize this, but the New Day may be in the authority right now, so I don't know how that's going to go down. You, you saw Triple H out there. Yeah. Hey, man. I'm there jigging. You, and he looked I like this one, man, to stand I, back. I don't know about you, but I busted out laughing when I saw that. Yes, I, I was dying laughing when Stephanie was doing it, and then when Triple H got in there, I was like, he has to be Ruben Vince. This has to be a real. Like, this is, this is insane. Hey, man. Triple H came out. I didn't even think Vince when I first saw it. When I, I did, saw it, I thought they were in Memphis, so they thought, yeah, let's um let's let's have Triple H do some like Elvis leg footwork and while yeah. clapping. That's yeah. what I thought. That man looked like uh you ever seen Forrest Gump? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it looked just in the, like in that. Yeah, in yep. the uh, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, I got a lot of ideas for Titus. Maybe I'll write a Titus into a column. How about that? You know? No, but did, did you see the promo after, like, when, they talk, when they're talking to Seth and they set up the Sheamus-Cena match? Yes. And after that, he talk, uh, Stephanie asked him about the dancing, and she, he was like, yeah, you know, that's I only... I, that I, like, that's, I'm not for free or whatever. I was like, so are you stripping now? <laughs> <laughs> we got to pay for it, you know? You didn't yeah, know that. you got to pay for it. All right, to, bro. He is a game, you know, from Greenwich, Connecticut, you know, aristocrat. Yeah, you know, been money's long. Been yeah. rich, been rich for twenty years in the game. You know, <laughs> what's your prediction on this match? Uh, I'll say New Day, man. Yeah, same here. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to break. We're gonna come back with some more plies. It is plies week on One Nation Radio. Plies like Shark Week. Yes, it like is. Pl- week. It is plies week. Uh, Ooh, and uh, we'll be back with. Uh, well, we'll just we'll just let y'all hear what we gonna play next. It's foolishness. Believe that. This is One Nation Radio. Yes. Who is hotter than us? Everybody. Yeah, man. I thought I had bad self esteem. I feel like if I was an indie wrestler and I was a heel, I would come out to this. Who hotter than me? Yeah, you gotta spend some money on having to get that shit edited. Nah. You, you, you can find acapella somewhere. If I, I could do it. But, you know. The average motherfucker, yeah. But, um. 
Yeah, prize week. You know, like shark week, but better. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, send me your hate at Rich Ladder 32. Hey, man. Since we talking about plies, we talking about wrestling. Dude, when was the last time you saw that video when Buddy uh, gave him that Bailey the Belly superplex off the stage <laughs> a couple months back? When was the last time you seen that? It's been a while. Dude, that shit was hilarious. I like. I think I played Suplex that. City. Like, yeah, I think I, it was right like right after WrestleMania too, uh-huh. like the week after. I think I've watched that video that night when I first saw it probably twenty times, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's funny. Yeah, so, it was around there because that's when I recorded time travel and I said something about color money uh, on the, this is how we do it freestyle. I was yeah. like, where are we off applies uh, color money? Something about color money, and then bam. <laughs> but um, on some more pressing issues, um. We got Nikki Bella versus Charlotte for the Divas Champion Nikki or Championship. Nikki Bella is now the longest reigning Divas Champion in history, and I couldn't be happier to see it. Um, I got on the Nikki Bella train as far back as SummerSlam of last year, and try to tell people what it was going to be. They didn't want to listen, and I believe we said it here on One Nation Radio. Months before the, everyone else picked up the speculation about um, Nikki wanting to be the longest reigning champion, um, or them wanting to do that for her, um, and I think Nikki Bella is just such an awesome heel. Like that video package they played before the match. What have you done with your lives this year? Like, <laughs> just amazing. Yeah, I think. Um I think she's at this point for me, she's starting to become like the the the, the female Miz. Mm. Like yeah, she's really good with like everything but the wrestling. And me like for for me when it comes to her, like I don't think she's some awful wrestler. Like you know most ninety nine point nine percent of the people that hate her do. Bro, they think she's like a one out of ten or a two out of ten. No, nah. no, nah. she's just not that good. Like she oh let me not I'll take that back. She is fine. Like, she is, a, I would say, a 5 or a 6 out of 10 mm-hmm. for, for WWE Women's Wrestler in 2015. And that's more than passable because the other stuff she I'd does... I'd say 6.5, but yeah, that's fair. I mean, the other stuff she does is so, you know, is as good it as the other stuff. It makes up for it. Like, like her heel persona is like a 10. Like, how she has people, like... Like, the reason these people are upset is they don't know they're being worked. Like, it's... It's just amazing, like, like she's found a way to really work these motherfuckers. I I think they've done her no favors too, so that's also something that needs to be taken into account when it comes to the stuff. Um, at, you know, after like the first week of the stuff with Bree mm-hmm. after SummerSlam last year, it was off, the it was written awful. It was bad ideas left and right thrown her way. Yeah, you know, maybe she should have, you know done whatever she could to stop that from happening, mm-hmm. but some people can't call their shots. Not everybody's John Cena. Now, um, there was a speculation Here, that basically yeah. Cena kept the belt on her. Yeah, I heard. Um, I think that's like kind of... If that was the case... Sure or not, who cares? Yes, who cares? And what not it the best scenario anyway? 
right now? To to doesn't it make people want to see this match? Like rather than just yeah, we just first night we just had her, Charlotte just beat her. Like like we can't do that. We can That's that's why why Paige crashed and burned after. I don't think that's what the or if the idea was to have um, Demon's Revolution mm-hmm. work out in a similar fashion. Like if the outcome would have been what this is, but I don't think it would have been one of those girls came in immediately or one of those women came in immediately and just took the belt off of them. Uh, at the same time, like what were your, uh, you know, like I have different set of issues with um, what they did on money than you. So like, what do you, before you get to, what do you think of uh, the end product of uh, Monday's match or the end result? They could have, if they wanted to do a DQ finish, they could have done it in so many other ways rather than the twin magic thing. Because the twin magic thing is just like, it's eye rolling and it makes you groan. Like, really. It's played out like Kwame and the fucking polka dots. Yes. Absolutely. Like, there's got to be something else they could have done. Like, they could have had Nikki get caught, like, with some brass knuckles. They could have had. They could have had something. What? Yes, brass knuckles. Yes, they could have had. Um, they could have had a, a huge brawl start pretty much during the match. Like, um, you could have had. You could have just had uh, Alicia Fox and Brie Bella just running an attacker. Why not? You know, like pull out the ring, put a rep out the ring, do whatever, and then Charlotte would be like, "Oh, okay, what the fuck?" But. I feel like if anybody really thought Charlotte won the belt, they're an idiot. Yeah, I um. But I, I'm tired of seeing Brie Bella pull that pull the uh the tissue out of her out of her chest every three months. Yeah, they they've gone that well is dry. They need to find something else to do with that. Um, me personally, I was upset. Um. Not that Brie won or Brie held onto the belt was the fact that like the second you the second you saw the, the ref distraction from Alicia Fox, you knew what it was. Like, oh, they're finna do this twin magic shit. Like you didn't know who was gonna win, but when you see the run be like, really? They're gonna do this dusty finish shit just to like just sell a pay per view match that's six days away? Like where is your okay, so you know like when we first learned how to do algebra in high school? Yeah. Or middle school, sorry, or or even in fifth grade, like you, like they show you like the simple stuff or whatever, and then they get more advanced. And as you get more advanced, they what up? They tell you like, yeah, you have your answer, but you have to show your work, mm-hmm. or even long division or whatever. Like show your work on a math problem. Yeah. Like they literally spent months upon months building, or like building up all these women, or trying to build up all these teams, and then like. After SummerSlam, basically, they say, you know what? We're going to women's. We're going to the women. And then, like, they got to literally building this match in two weeks as opposed to you had these same women. You knew what direction you were trying to get to eventually over the nearly three months. Three months now? Three? Yeah, three months. Yeah. They basically went three months trying to build towards the same to get to where they're at right now, but they only did the work for literally like two weeks <laughs> to get here. Like, it, 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 I don't understand. And as far as like you said, doing the work, 
they weren't even really getting Charlotte over. Like to no, to where getting, where she was the no brainer challenger. The um yeah, like uh, the sub feud that's that's building with Paige and Sasha Banks has been pretty entertaining, but I feel like everyone else kind of want to see Sasha yeah. Banks in this spot rather than Charlotte to begin. But it when Charlotte wins the title, I'm not even gonna say if she's gonna win. Um. Page Page has a heel turn just just marinating and baking in the oven right now coming. Yeah, but I mean, um, can't be beating her all the time for no reason, right? Um, so for me personally, I think that um, I, I just you know like that may have been. I'm not saying that was some great NXT women's um some great NXT women's um uh. Women's match. Uh-huh. It wasn't, but like that may have very well been Nikki's best match. And then like to end it like that, I just felt like that was kind of cheap. That's all. Like I, you know, like she's all the grief she's gotten over the months and months and months now, and then she pretty much has her best performance. And then they just say, "Nah, we're just we're gonna make it to where no one remembers it because of all of that shit." Right. I, I kind of felt like that was unfair. I felt like they're, like they're not doing her no favors. Um. So predictions, I, I'm going to go ahead and say Charlotte wins, um, and everyone can, on the internet can rejoice, but they know they they were looking like uh, your boy and boys in the hood when he started punching the air when he broke the AJ Lee record, and I was I was I was happily trolling some AJ Lee fans. Like I, I saw some AJ Lee fans on uh, Twitter, and I would just respond to them with the, with the Batista deal with a picture. It, it was just it was just lovely, just lovely to do. Why? Because I'm an asshole, but. <clears throat> they got they got to learn, man. Like they ride for all these folks, they ain't here for them no more. You know what you should have did? What? You should have went back on. Uh, you should have went back on Reddit and posted your Nikki Bella uh, um, article from a few months ago. Just to, just to see how bad it get downloaded. <laughs> That's what you should have did. Just to show. Did, like, did yeah. I write it? No, I wrote an even Marie column. Jeremy wrote a Nikki Bella column. It was like, why Nikki Bella is the best all-around diva today or whatever. And and it actually got, I think he got a lot of hate traffic out of it. What up, Jeremy? He got a lot of hate traffic. But, yeah, Jeremy, if you're listening, uh, go ahead to Reddit and and repost that before uh, Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you don't get eyes on regardless. You know, you know, you just have been, I know it's but here y'all go. Hold this. Yeah. We know y'all. We know y'all mad haters. <laughs> um, but up next, we have the six-man tag match between the Wyatt family. Oh yeah. By the way, I think. I, by the way, I think Bree's gonna hold on to it. Why? Nikki. Uh, that's why. Nikki Bella. Okay. Um, yeah, I say Bree. You said Bree. I'm sorry, Nikki. Um, they look, they're just, they're just, they they be out here doing twin matches. They look just like. Bella's gonna hold on to the belt. Yeah, they um, we have the six man tag between the Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, and Braun Strowman, who's quickly becoming just a walking punchline to me. Well, yeah, Braun Strowman is out here, uh, and Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Daniel Bryan. Uh, oh, oh, did I, did I say that? Okay, uh, mystery partner. Um, so first question, obviously, who do you think the mystery partner is going to be, James? Randall Keith Orton, that's what. Yes, that guy. 
Look, man, like, we always complain about WWE and how they always come up with, like, trying to build ideas, and then they're all, and a lot of times they end up being either great or, like, so uninspired. I oh. think, like, obviously the great idea would be Daniel Bryan. The uninspired yes. idea would be Randy Orton. And I'm leaning towards Randy Orton because they just did that, and Randy Orton always does retribution and, get, and also to get his beat down back. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say Randy Orton. Um, I'm going to go ahead. It's going to be, you know, there was rumors of The Rock being the third partner. Uh, I don't think they're going to put The Rock third from the top. But the if they just want to go ahead and, and clear my dog, you know, I'm sure Brian would, would love to come out there. You know, he has history with the Wyatt family. Um, he owes Bray Wyatt some ass whoopings. Um yeah, man, Daniel Bryan. And then you can set the stage for the Roman Reigns heel turn from there. Just have him turn on uh, Daniel Bryan or whatever. I don't know. Uh, you caused us to lose. Fuck you. And, you know, I just want Daniel Bryan back, man. And, and this has been the best beacon of hope that that I've had in a couple months, you know. When, when, once they start with this mystery partner stuff, they just started greasing the skids for, for us to start uh, throwing these conspiracies out. Alright, you'll be blown when Hogan come out there and be the third man again. Hogan, bitch, you do. <laughs> Look, if Hogan's the third man, I'll quit watching WWE. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it's a look. That's it's a possibility. Look, one thing I definitely believe, like the last person I imagined to actually be. You know Hogan just itching to slam Braun Strowman. <laughs> just itching to slam Braun Strowman. Is it Texas? Is it Houston? Yeah. No, it's right. San Antonio. I thought it was in Houston. Uh, yeah, it is in Houston. Never mind. Alright. Could be Booker. Can you dig it, sucker? Can can we get Shawn Michaels to be the third man? You know, (laughs) not too far away. No. Look, that man, all you got to do is stand there on the apron, come in, hit a super kick. People will lose their fucking minds. (laughs) What what, what if it's the Undertaker and the Undertaker turns on them, too? Oh, my gosh. What do you mean, turns? I mean, it is a heel. You gotta further establish the heeldom by having to turn on Dean Ambrose. He'll turn, like, the Undertaker turning on Roman Reigns would not, like, do the job, right? No. But him turning on Dean Ambrose would. Yeah. Like, um. Yeah, there's only a couple people Undertaker can turn on, and it will work. Um. What else we have? Okay, we got this six man. Who knows who it's gonna be? Uh, who do we think is gonna win? That's the most important thing. Oh, God. It's probably the wise that can extend even further. I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Roman Reigns uh, and Ambrose and the mystery partner. Uh, I don't know how many times mystery partners have ever lost a match. Um, and Roman Reigns, the way he cut that promo, he did a very good promo, by the way. Uh, he basically just said, we're going to kick your ass. And usually baby faces, they don't really, like, lie. Like, if they say they're going to win, like, they don't lie. You know, so 
but something's happening. Like they got to turn Roman Reigns heel eventually. So John Cena lied to us at WrestleMania 28 when he said he's gonna beat The Rock. You said what? John Cena lied to us at WrestleMania 28 when he said he's gonna beat The Rock. No, he said he needs to beat The Rock. Uh, no, you're thinking of Austin. You're thinking of Austin at WrestleMania 19 or whatever. Sorry, 17. What the fuck? Huh. What happened? I just got like a DM, but I don't know who from. Uh, you might want to keep that off air, sir. Well, no, it's like so. It looks like it's wrestling related. If I'm not mistaken, it's it's always wrestling related. And then uh, <laughs> I'm glad your audio just picked back up, like, cause it was sounding like crap for a couple minutes. I don't know if it's a spam bot. Nope, it's a uh, it's a it's a wrestling fan. I guess I followed them. Oh, and they told me it was an honor. Yes, yes. All right. All right. Shouts out to uh, let's say this name Christian. I can't say that last name. Thing. <laughs> He shouldn't have gave him a shout out then. Yeah. Oh, oh is is W I J E S I N G H E. Can't spell can't can't say that, but what's going on? Glad glad to uh connected with you. Enjoy the article the articles in the podcast. But um what do we have next? Um <clears throat> looks like we've got Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev, who is um rapidly approaching legendary status in my book. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when Rusev became like the hottest shit in these streets, but he did. Uh, there's these reports that they might put Rusev and Summer Rae back together, or Rusev and Lana back together. Um, Rusev, I don't think needs anybody at this point. I don't know. Like I'm done with this feud. To be honest with you, like it's, it's cursed. I don't know. Yeah, As he, I mean, you takes or either your boy Rusa breaks a breaks a, a foot, or um, they take Dolph Ziggler off TV for God knows what reason, yeah. or Lana actually gets hurt. Um, so I I don't know. It, it's I I'm just done. Like I, I just can't. Like you can't keep prolonging can this can for me. Just, just TV off. stuff. Can this be the blow off? I hope so. It's probably not though. They're probably gonna come back to it. Hell in a cell. <laughs> well, how Hell long is cell, match. But how long is Lana out though? Lana's out from it, like four months, months, isn't she? Four months, they're saying. Yeah, that's yeah, man. Like they might as well just pack this shit up and come back to a Royal Rumble time. Yeah, and like, that can be one of those. That could be a match on Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, I think it should be, it should be a good contest. They might open the show with it. I'm looking at the car right yeah. now. Actually, no. You, you got to open with it with one of the Rollins matches, and then let them rest up. You think so? I would. You know, it ain't like they ever did that for Daniel Bryan. It's made Daniel Bryan wrestle back to back to back <laughs> to back. They had that man running one on three gauntlet matches. Man, come on, man. And they wonder why the guy got a bad neck now. But um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Rusev. Um, they, Rusev ain't really one for losing. I don't know if y'all noticed, but um, the only guy he's ever lost to is Cena. So, did he lose? Yeah, yeah, it's Cena. Because <laughs> I remember he won that triple threat match <laughs> and that raw ass triple threat match with him, Cesaro, and Owens. Owens mm-hmm. walks out. 
but <clears throat> if there's a if there's a face with the championship, um, or depend on whatever they want to do with Rusev, if they want to turn Rusev eventually face, I think he's earned himself like. Isn't he a face right now? Rusev? Or are we are we still to pretend like because? Like, nah, he's normally, a heel. He's a heel still. No, but I'm saying like normally, like if you're in the middle of a match and some asshole walks out to walks out to like talk to your girl and give her her gift, and then your girl like just like the week before was in like some type of like sexual type of deal of a scandal, mm-hmm. like an affair, and then you forgive her, and then she like you get a gift, and then she like you know while your ass is by herself being concussed, go grabs the gift, and then you know hey, like I, that's I'd be a, down like, for a double switch. Yeah, it seems like they're pulling a double switch, but it's super. It's about time. Right it's, it's about time for Ziggler to turn heel. Like it's been about two years. He, yeah, two years, and uh, and Ziggler was always better as a heel. So if they if they can find a way to do it, I think Russo's earned himself a shot at, at a world title somewhere uh, on like a secondary pay per view. Um, depending on who the champion is, of course. Um, but yeah. Um, so let's go over our our predictions one more time. Rollins and Sting, you have Sting. Same here. Cena and Rollins, I have Cena. Same here. Got Kevin Owens and yeah. Ryback. I got Owens. Um, I've got Charlotte over Nikki. I've got Nikki. All right. I've got uh, the Shield plus the Mystery Man. Hopefully, Daniel Bryan. I got the Wyatts because I feel like this is going to go on even further. Um, Dolph Ziggler and Rusev. I've got Rusev. I got. I got Rusev by DQ. Like, I feel DQ, like DQ. God damn. Yeah, I don't do something <laughs> stupid like 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 Summer Rae helps. Like Summer Rae is going to help Ziggler somehow, some way. She might get caught. She might not. Look, uh, what way are they going to help each other out some way? But <laughs> yeah. uh, the New Day uh, versus the B- Dudley Boys. I've got the New Day. Same here. But, um, yeah, that's our uh, preview for Night of Champions. Uh, we're going to come back in our third segment. Let's shoot shit a little bit. Uh, talk about current events and whatever the hell we're watching on the network. I've been watching a lot of 1997 Monday Night Raw. And boy, boy, do I have some shit. Um, this is One Nation Radio. And this is Plies Week also. So let's get into our last Plies song. Back to One Nation Radio. This is Plies, Chopper Zone, Early Plies. <laughs> How long has it been since you heard this song, James? Probably like 2007. Like, I, I, you know, I got out of high school and that was, you know, they were playing that and then he dropped an album or whatever. So a lot of stuff you just heard, just cars driving through neighborhoods or whatever, but, uh, I listen to I like I like some applied stuff. I'm not the biggest fan, you know. I'm I was not a really very big Plies fan at one point. Uh, you know, I can't. You know, you can't just listen to this absolute foolishness. You know, <laughs> for for an extended period of time, that will you know that'll destroy great brain cells. But you know, <laughs> like instead, you know, just like everything in moderation, it works for you sometimes. Right, right. Um, so 
in the in the wrestling news this week. Uh, let's see what we got. We've got um, the ratings for Ross sucked again. They did, and um, running into that football juggernaut and not letting people know Sting's gonna wrestle ahead of time. You know that could do it. I don't know, man. I I would like I I mean. I don't know. I don't know what they can do to fix this. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's it's interesting. Have you heard about the latest um, Hulk Hogan um, no. drama? Anything about Hulk Hogan? I don't know nothing about. Yeah, uh, basically, he says he claims Vince McMahon didn't fire him from WWE, and like he basically like went back on his story, like on how to. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to read this. Uh, He did an interview with Sports Illustrated, and he says it was Triple H who fired him over the phone. Uh, His quotes are, I never talked to Vince. The only person I talked to was Triple H. I called him and told him there was some old news coming out from TNZ. Uh, When TMZ first reported the tape and there were some racial slurs on it, Triple H said, okay, thanks for calling. Let me talk to Vince. He called me back a half hour later, and he goes, I've got some news, and it isn't good. Vince said that you need to resign. I never heard from Vince or talked to Vince. In the middle of the night, they just fired me. Um, Then uh, he was like, they had to do what was best for business. Triple H was telling me the USA Network was reacting very badly, and they had to make a quick decision. That was to put me out to pasture. They were under heavy fire, and they were scrambling. Um, he admitted that he said the racist comments, but that's not the kind of man he is. Um, he's <laughs> uh, accountable. Did you just for, see me roll my eyes. Yeah. Over, okay. Uh, he, all right. Okay. He's accountable for it, and he's so sorry. But the real people that know me, they know I'm not a racist. Um, and then he basically, damn, I don't have the exact new quote, but I can get it in one second. Like, Hogan basically contradicted his whole story. I want to say it was in The Observer this week, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken. Um, Give me one second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Entertain him, James. Look, man, I'm so sick of this story. Oh, no. I'm so sick of this story. I'm I'm watching Thursday Night Football at the same time, and uh, it looked like Alex Smith just got rolled up on. Um, Yeah, from behind. Like, he just... Hold back of his legs, ankles, knees, something went out on him. Um, anyway, um, I just, uh, I just can't. Luckily, do luckily, Alex wasn't have his feet in the ground. Otherwise, that would have ended badly. The uh, Marcus Ware would have ended that man's season. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm just, I'm just so over the story. Like you said, like you said what you said. Uh, you like what your, what your actual, what's in your actual heart? No one will ever know. But you said some hurtful stuff. And when people say hurtful stuff, like along those lines, there's a consequence that comes with being a celebrity. And he paid that price. And do I think WWE is sincerely upset about um, what he said or upset about what it could happen to their business? I believe it's the latter. So I don't think there, you know, I don't think there's some um, um, moral high ground that they're doing. I just think they're just their ass covering. Um, So... They, That's uh, long and short. They got rid of him because they had to, and that sounds a lot like what that story is. As far as anything else other than that, like I, you know, whatever. Okay, I found it. Alrighty, <laughs> he says he's not a racist, but he was caught in a dark place. He was mad and he vented and made a huge mistake. 
I worked so hard with my daughter on her music career. She just was getting ready to do her second video and her album was ready to come out. She was getting some advice from her boyfriend that went completely against the advice that I knew she needed. She pulled up short on me and went in her boyfriend's direction. He said he was going through a tough time um, with his son in an adult prison. I can't believe SI didn't recognize that tape was in 2006. The Nick crash with, uh, this is Meltzer saying, uh, basically <laughs> the the car the tape was in 2006, the car crash was in 2007, and Nick was in prison for several months in 2008. So all this is like contradicting, basically. Um, yeah. You got not Hulk Hogan's ass or all this shit, like, they're, like the line between fact and fiction, like they're like it's blurry. So, like of course, uh, of course, Hogan's gonna say stuff that's not factually correct. He's been doing that for thirty years. <laughs> he also said in the article that he never used the N word except in the lowest of times, which contradicts his previous story that he grew up on uh, in South Tampa and everyone saying it as a part of the lingo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, I think Hogan's like. He's just attempting to work everybody and and just try to keep some type of check coming in right now. And he got a new job. Fanpicks.com. Well, everybody's got to work, right? Yeah. Hogan's been working us for 30 years, brother. No, I didn't mean work like an angle. I meant work like J-O-B. Uh, yeah. Look, that, that is his uh, J-O-B. Yeah. Uh, Vicky Guerrero got married. Uh, she's Who, anybody that's in the wrestling world? No, I uh, think it's just a regular guy. Her name's like Vicky Benson or something. Now it's just really odd. So it's no more, uh, no more Vicky. Girl. Girl. I miss, I miss Vicky. I know you got, I know you got sick of her at the end, but I miss her. Yeah, I oh, gotta have somebody that can just come out there and get heat. Um, a recent ESPN poll for fans. Um, Named Ronda Rousey the greatest female athlete of all time. Do you know how absurd this is? Okay. Let's let's okay. So let's do this. Let's break it down amongst. Um, let's say we're taking a conversation outside the context of Ronda Rousey and Serena Williams or Flo Joe or whoever else you want to use, right? Uh, Billie Jean King, um, Diana Taurasi. Diana Taurasi, Candace, uh, not Candace Parker, I'm sorry, uh, not Candace, Cheryl Miller, whatever else, Nancy Lieberman, whatever. Um, if you just want to break it down in context of, when we just think of the best, you know, the greatest athletes of all time, period, um, amongst men, how many of them do you name before you ever get to a combat athlete? I mean, you can probably make the case for Ali, and that's probably an Ali, and maybe Leonard. Maybe that's about it. Ali, Leonard, Sugar Ray Robinson. But I'm saying, like, if you were to say normal, normal person, just on the street, you are you'd probably, the say, you'd probably say Jordan. No, I'm saying, I'm not even that. I'm saying, like, how many people would you name, like, a normal person name before they even got I'd to probably say like, that? I'd probably say, like, four or five. Okay. Uh, so, why would that be different for women, exactly? Uh, um, well, the she's being promoted a ton right now. Um, she's everywhere as far as drawing the pay per view buys. She's uh, she's got a certain audience that uh, the other uh, women athletes don't. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, if I if there, oh lord, if you had somebody that like in my mind. 
if you have somebody that is uh, at, as of right now, I don't know where this goes, but like right now, she is a comet streaking across um, the sky, and she is blazing trails in a sport that like hasn't really been figured out for women necessarily. Like she's a lot like early days, like Tennessee basketball rolling up on the women college, like before, right. like well, yeah, you know, won ten titles, like yeah, like, you know what I mean, like. Like, we haven't figured out how exactly how this works, right? Like, right. we're just, you know... We're just in awe right yeah. now. Yeah, and not even wrong, she's absolutely dominant. Like, you know, like, she's... Look, I ain't trying to go in out to go on with her. Yeah, she, <laughs> that's not what I mean. But, <laughs> I mean she, she, for me, she, for me, she is personally the biggest draw that, that UFC has, for, for me personally. And over by, all accounts, by all accounts, that's the case over for a, Over else, a healthy right? John Jones? For me, yes, right now. Wow. For right now, I mean, yeah. but especially after that Goss, uh, that Gustafson fight. Mm. Um, but anyway, I just um, I don't know how it how it's not Serena, and like I don't know how you can even make a decent argument that it isn't Serena. Um, seeing that you throw in the fact that her her career has um, the longevity of her career. The peaks of her career, the distance between the peaks, like the adversity, uh, like it'll in dealing with also you know dealing with what she's had to deal with her career, her and her sister both. Yeah, besides um, that, even like she's had deaths in the family, she has an illness that she was battling. Like you, yeah. you can take the race part out of it, and she's still like. <laughs> no, I'm saying like there's so many layers to what there's so many layers, and then you throw in the fact that like okay, so. She, she's thirty. She turns thirty four like soon, like sometime like that couple weeks. Yeah, and she won three of the four uh, championships this this year in a sport where like what thirty is a death sentence. Like tennis and being a running back in the NFL is when you're done with. Like you turn thirty, you're done. That's why they need to just start wrestling, man. Anyway, wrestle forever. Um, Ask Terry Funk. So I, I, I don't. I don't really understand, but I mean, she's a dominant athlete. She's just like she just doesn't have she. She just her career doesn't even match up to Serena. It's not even a fair argument. Like <laughs> that's like it's it's almost like saying maybe maybe we'll you know over the years we'll learn this. But like if you were to say Michael Jordan at his first three years in the league or whatever was like more significant or whatever to Kareem, you'd be like, are you crazy? Or was a better. You know, basketball player for the career, the career, you looking like they're fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm just saying it's like uh, I, we're not comparing. We we're not this? comparing the same things. Yeah. We're just not. But um, you know, fifty nine minutes in, we're gonna wrap it up uh, this week. Try to get James on to his next podcast. Uh, sixty minutes. Uh, real compact. Put out a uh, column <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, the nine levels of the Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan beef. Very interesting read. I suggest you guys go check it out. Um, and also, I dropped one yesterday about Sting's 
like nine sting uh, WCW world title matches you need to check out before you fight Seth Rollins. Um, a lot of foolishness in there, some good moments, good athleticism, and Sting getting fucked over uh, a couple times at <laughs> least. Um, <laughs> uh, I was talking to Sierra about the Sid Vicious match. Oh, shit. Basically, um, the that clown show. Yes, Sting emerges 15 pounds heavier and is really Baron Wyndham in disguise. Uh, <laughs> he gets pinned immediately. They cut the camera. Uh, they sh- they start showing uh, Vicious celebrating. Some balloons fall. Like and it's just you have to watch it. Like the balloons fall. Sting comes back in the ring. Um, belts grabs the world title and hits Sid directly in the face with it in front of the referee. Then just rolls him up in a small package and wins. Like boy, they they, they was out there just doing some shit. But um, very interesting columns. You guys should check them out. Um, writing a lot more. Um, planning on getting one done for social suplex about the PWI 500 and I might write a troll column for Daniel Bryan or The Rock being the third man so we'll see <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh, James you got anything to add? Nah man just um <sighs> all this football back man and a lot of football I gotta watch between college and the NFL and like, it's, it's different than when it's like stuff you watch and you read or whatever and then one thing where it's like you're trying to watch a lot of this stuff from um, without without like all 22 tape and you're just really trying to fo- focus on the line it, you know it, like I haven't like watched football like this in years so it's, it's, it's taking some adjustment to get used to but you know it's all it's good on fantasy you know <laughs> that, look, that's what I do. It, it works out well for me. Like know. watching the sport like a civilian, right? Yeah. Like a normal person, right? Yeah. You know, it, I can't. I, I try to watch the offensive line. I get some stuff from it sometimes, but most of the time I don't really know what's going on in the trenches. I just see, you know, follow the ball, you know. But um, that's what most people do. Yeah. That's what most normal so those weirdos that you know wanna, care about this look, stuff want to analyze this shit, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I've been watching a lot of 1997 Monday Night Raw. Uh, I, the next time you come over, James, I have some shit to show you. You're going to be like, I can't believe Shawn Michaels, like, said this. Like, <laughs> but, uh, Is it going to make me hate Shawn Michaels? No, but it's going to make right. you be like, wow. But uh, for right. you guys, check out uh, the August 11th Monday Night Raw in 1997. Shawn Michaels' opening promo, and then let me know what you think at richlatta 32 um, on Twitter. But yeah, um, this is it. We out of here. Later. Peace.